0: Everyone's having a good week. I hope everyone had a good weekend as well. Lost the cover on tonight's episode of the podcast. So, I'll get right to it. I'll start with my picks. Went 5 0 with my picks finally. I know I started really really badly my first week going 4 and, or sorry, 1 and 4. So, perfect 5 and 0. We had the Colts being the 49ers Monday night. Packers being uh, the Washington football team. Rams uh, playing against Detroit, coming away with a win with that. I chose the Titans to beat the Chiefs, and they definitely beat down the Chiefs in that game. Bucks and Bears, that wasn't really much of a matchup, but the Bucks did have a humongous game and definitely a great performance for Mike Evans and Tom Brady, so it's definitely was an exciting weekend for the nfl tom brady hits his 600th uh passing touchdown in his career first nfl player to get to that milestone which is incredible for what he has done um and again it was an exciting week for the nfl monday night with the colts was great or sorry sunday night with the colts was great um it was a monsoon with it going on monday night with saints and seahawks um battle of you know when you're hoping that it's going to be uh Drew Brees versus Russell Wilson you have. Geno Smith versus Jameis Winston. Still a good game. Saints came away with the win in that, but it was exciting. And we're in now week seven of the NFL, and there's so much to cover and discuss when we're looking at it here with the standings. And right now we're looking at at each division here, and a lot of things are not exactly the way I predicted. Some yes and no. Um... Definitely, you know, lots of questions going on. We have the Bills who are in the division who I had winning. The AFC West is definitely in a mixture, definitely caught off guard. Raiders are sitting 5-2. and two. you got the Chargers 4-2. And, and the Chiefs who are having a very down year, and I'll discuss the Chiefs uh, later on in this segment uh, when we're discussing what's going on with the Chiefs. Uh, the AFC North, you have the Bengals who are surprisingly doing very well. I did have them improving. Um, I thought they'd be a little bit, you know, towards the bottom, especially with, you know, the expectations of the Browns and, you know, how well the Steelers have played. I know last year the Bengals did lose Joe Burrow uh, partway through with the knee injury, but the Bengals look a lot better. And, you know, when you're adding Jamar Chase, you, you see some good things happening there. They're sitting atop of the Ravens in the AFC North with the Ravens 5-2, and two. the AFC South. Well, we have the Titans in the lead. Colts have won three of their last four, which is good after starting 0-3. So we'll see how that goes. But it's definitely going to be an interesting bottom part of the race to the final spots for the wild card. And if the playoffs were uh, to end today, or sorry, were to start today, sorry, uh, we would have, you know, Bills, Raiders, uh, Titans, As your division, we are in Bengals division winners, and your final playoff spot, playoff spot, uh, playoff spots. Uh, A little tongue twister there. You would have the Ravens sitting there, the Chargers, and as well as the Browns. Those would be your seven playoffs. And I did predict three teams from the AFC North going in, uh, but the Steelers look like they would be on the outside looking in with that. Uh, Going over to the National Football Conference because that was the uh, afc uh cowboys sitting at five and one uh, You have the cardinals who surprisingly i thought the rams would be and the rams are doing very well you have the cardinals at seven and zero. Oh, rams are at six and one uh, packers are leading that division six and one as well and also you have the buccaneers at six and one so definitely interesting to see um I thought the Rams would definitely win this division. Still a chance. They're a game back. But the Cardinals are off to a hard, uh, are off to a fast start uh, for their season 7-0 and uh, with the win coming against the Rams, which is key. Rams' only loss was, again, like I stated, uh, Cardinals winning, so Rams' only loss was to them. Uh, Packers, you know, a lot of people were questioning whether or not the Packers are going to be doing okay with their big loss in Week 1. Well, here they are. Well, we know what they're capable of. It's that's why it's you know you don't want to panic after week one with a team that we have uh, seen multiple times do very very well. Uh, but the Packers are six and one. Vikings are three and three. Going to the NFC South and to talk about the Buccaneers six and one. Saints are 4-2. So, you know, I did expect the Saints to be better. The Panthers, I did say it was going to get better. They start off 3-0, but have been 0-4 since. So if the playoffs were to start today, um, you have your four division, win- uh, division winners. I mentioned Cowboys, Ca- uh, Cardinals, Packers, and Buccaneers. And then you have the Saints, the Vikings, the Rams, as your wild cards coming in. The, the NFC East, well... That's a struggle when you have three teams with the same record. You know, Giants, you would hope would be a little bit better. You would wonder what the Eagles are going to be like with Jalen Hurts, with the growth there. They're still a young team and need to grow a little bit more in Washington. Well, we we know what they're capable of. But it's definitely been interesting uh, to see as well. But it's definitely been incredible uh, the way this season is going. Um, Lots of players. Now I know I did my predictions earlier on. I discussed you know my rookie of the year. Um, like as much as I like what Mac Jones is doing, I think Jamar Chase may be running away with it now for with the way he's been playing in the uh, with sorry in the uh, AFC North and with the Bengals putting up over just over 200 yards last game when playing against them and beating the Ravens 5-2 not am sorry, beating the Ravens in that game and it was about 41-17 for that game and that was a incredible uh, win by them and just dominating performance. So again um, I'll pull up there so yeah, the win against them was yeah, 41-17 so Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase picking up where they left it off at LSU um, but going to the Chiefs now uh, just quickly, right now, a lot of people are hitting the panic button with the Chiefs. I know they made some adjustments in the season or in the off season on uh, trying to improve and everything. And you know what? The defense had its question marks. The offense, you know, you know what you have with Mahomes, Kelsey Hill. You know, you have other pieces as well. And losing uh, Heise Edward Collaire, uh is difficult as well. So right now, I think it's just. The book is out on the Chiefs when you're looking at it, putting pressure on Mahomes, putting one man coverage, tight man coverage on the receiving core, you know, playing physical with them. That, that's how you're targeting. It's just like what the Seahawks did with the Broncos manning offense years ago. Same thing. You you want to attack the receivers, attack the offense, put pressure on the quarterback. And their defenses can't stop anything. They can't stop a call. They can barely do anything. You saw what uh, the Titans did. They were just in control, and they just put the pressure on. We've seen that happen so far in the Chiefs this season. When you're, they're playing teams that just attack, 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 and putting pressure on and knowing what they can do. And, you know, again, the book is out. We, we've seen Mahomes so much now. It's time to see, well, what can they adjust? Can they, like, you know, react differently to these teams? And right now it is kind of, tough to see when we're looking at it here, and I'm just going through uh, some past games with the Chiefs, because again, the Chiefs have struggled, they have not played their best, they're not even playing like complete games, they're definitely, you know, falling apart, they they lost to the Chargers week three, I'm just pulling up some other games, they, you know, they had a battle with the Bills, and the Bills were definitely putting the pressure on their Browns, Gave him a good run uh, week one. Uh, also, Washington at an early early part of the first half of the game were putting the pressure on and just getting to Mahomes very quickly. But it is definitely a struggle uh, to see... Um, the Chiefs like this, and a lot of fans, a lot of fantasy owners are upset with the way the Chiefs are performing, with the way Mahomes is performing as well, and they're just not playing up to their standards. So we'll see how the season goes. It's still, you know, young. We still have 10, 11 weeks to go, so it's definitely going to be interesting to see how this is going to play out for the remainder because it's going to be a tight race to that bottom uh, part of the playoffs. And remember, they have to catch up to... Uh, the Chargers, who are playing extremely... Or sorry, catch up to the Raiders, and even the Chargers as well. Sorry. Both have been playing extremely, extremely well. Uh, now, before I go to my next segment, I'm just going to do my NFL picks. Um, just because, you know, got to love doing it. Five games, as always. So I'm going with Bengals and Jets, Cowboys and Minnesota, Eagles versus Lions, Bills versus Dolphins, Steelers versus the Browns. That's my five games. I'm liking the Bengals. Uh, for the W. We're going to go with the Cowboys over Minnesota. I like the Lions to get their first win against the Eagles. Bills and Dolphins going with the, uh, the Buffalo Bills. And lastly, Steelers versus Browns. And that's going to be kind of a messy game. But I think with the way Cleveland is, I think they're going to fall to the Steelers. So I do like the Steelers with the win. Um, happy with the 5-0. Finally got that, but I'm liking those picks for this weekend. So it's definitely going to be a lot of fun, but you know what? A lot of question marks again to the Chiefs. We'll see how my final predictions turn out near the end. Uh, kind of, at the midway point right now as we're heading into week eight Colts play the Titans which is a big game this weekend uh, which I'm looking forward to it and get a chance to watch it which is great so definitely be an exciting matchup for that game and I really would like the Colts to pull it out and get within reach of the Tennessee Titans and try and get at least the last spot or at least have a chance to get Uh, the division and win the South, so there's a lot of pressure on this weekend, but definitely looking forward to it. Well, it's finally here. Uh, I was hoping that my Red Sox would be here, but unfortunately they were not able to capture the ALCS. They fell to the Houston Astros in six games, Uh, but we have the World Series. We have the Atlanta Braves, who beat the LA Dodgers, who beat the San Francisco Giants uh, in Their divisional matchup, uh, Atlanta won their series 6-2. So here we are. Braves, Atlanta in the World Series. Already two games in the books. Uh, Second game closed tonight. Uh, The series is tied 1-0. Definitely was an exciting first one. Uh, Atlanta did lose Morton uh, after three innings, taking a ball to the leg. Looks like it was a fractured fibula at the end. was still pitching on that fractured fibula. So they lose an important pitcher. This is going to be an exciting series. Uh, I would would definitely like it. Now am I going to make a prediction with the way I see the Houston Astros? And I do like what Atlanta did. I know they were trying to fight back first World Series since 1999. And they're trying to get themselves to redeem after losing to the Dodgers last year. Uh, But here we are. Um, Atlanta, great road. Definitely demolished Milwaukee. They definitely took care of business with the Dodgers, but now they're facing a tough opponent in the Braves. Or sorry, in the Astros. I'm talking about the Braves and I'm like, yes, Braves versus Braves. No, but with the Astros. The one thing I do like is they do have decent pitching. Um, the one thing I do like with the Astros and that I saw it just because I was facing with the Red Sox Their bats are just from one to nine are just great. Now things will adjust when they're now over to Atlanta. You lose an important piece because of, you know, the designated hitter rule. Um, So Atlanta, you know, they they took one on the road, which is important. They took the first game. Now they're at home. Where do I see this series going? Um, I do see it in six. Am I jumping on the Astros? I, I cannot go, like, how do I word this properly I am liking the Astros for this World Series I know they beat them but the history of what the Astros have done I know we can talk about the cheating scandal whatever but what they have accomplished over the last five years World Series aside they're, they're back again at it and they're playing very well they've been consistent they've been one of the best teams if you think about it over the last few years again we understand what happened with the scandal and everything that happened that season with the World Series. We know they've owned up to it. And you know what? Atlanta, they, they can come out as the underdogs with this one. And you know what? They can pull it away. For all we know, they win in five. I do like things with Atlanta. Losing Morton, when you lose a key pitcher like that, does hurt. And that can play an effect. They do have good bats. They have everything there. With Freeman, Rosario, they, they have great pieces there to help them win. But when you lose a key pitcher, that's where it's gonna be the struggle. I still like this series in six. I, I think it, it is the Astros to take it. We we've seen them warm up, we've seen the bats come alive, and we know they can play very good baseball. But with the way things are, it's it's definitely gonna be it's definitely gonna be an interest interesting series. Now Just to recap the AL and NLCS. It was definitely great. We saw bats come alive from both teams in the ALCS. Same with uh, the NLCS too. Bats were coming alive. But Atlanta did not give up. Like as much as the money that they spent with the Dodgers, they they were just not able to just keep up with Atlanta. They they made a good comeback, starting to come back. They took a 3-1 lead. You know what? They... LA did what they could do the best of their abilities but with Atlanta's roster it was just their due and they wanted to pay it back to the Dodgers for what the Dodgers did to them the year before so it was a great series for both we saw great things Uh, we definitely saw what money can get you as far as it can with this series with these playoffs because you see the Yankees the Dodgers the Red Sox you saw big payrolls compared to small payrolls and everything and all that going forward so definitely exciting to see you know this postseason and you know what next season is just me good but this is going to be an exciting world series and i am liking you know i did mention the astros i'm just going to go with the astros with what they have done again cheating aside the astros have still been consistent going to the playoffs and making deep runs sometimes not as deep as usual but deep enough to get themselves considered and to give themselves a shot at the World Series. But, you know, you never know. Atlanta coming into this is definitely the underdog. We'll see what happens. Next games are on the 29th and the 30th, so it's going to be interesting. Next episode, we may already have our World Series champion. Who knows? But make sure you do tune into the World Series, and it definitely is going to be a great one to watch. First week of the NBA is in the books, and it has been an exciting season so far. We've seen what Giannis has been able to do since the season has started, domination, the Lakers, well, it's hard to predict what they're going to be with their new addition of Russell Westbrook. But you are starting to like what this season is. And I was fortunate enough to go to Raptors game last Saturday against the Mavs. Discuss that in a moment, but it was good to be back. But overall, it has been an exciting season to watch. We've seen the Warriors look like they're fully coming back. You have Clay, Thomas, Clay Thompson sorry, and you have Steph Curry together again. Uh, you know, you're seeing the Mavs. Luca, who has been playing phenomenal, the way he handles dribbles, playing very well. You're seeing some teams not showing what they can be. Again, it's just the first week. We're about four or five games in, depending on when your team started to play their season. But you're seeing teams like the Suns, uh, Trailblazers, Clippers, teams that are were in the playoffs, finals, over the last couple of years at the lower bottom. Lakers, it look like they're off to a slow start. They just gave up a big loss uh, tonight to OKC. They blew a 26-point lead, losing uh, to them. And then, you know, you have some teams that are growing, some teams that made adjustments in the offseason to help them become better. You look at the Chicago Bulls, first time 4-0 since the Michael Jordan era in 96-97. The Wizards look like they're having fun playing well. You have with the additions of Kuzma on the team, going with Beal. You also have Montrezl Harrell on the team as well. So you're liking what they have. The Bucks, yes, the record doesn't reflect it, but you know this is going to go on. And the Raptors, who are playing pretty well for a young team, they have a big win against the Celtics last Friday winning tonight against the Pacers. They're, they're definitely, you know, young. They're showing their stride and growth. Now, what does this mean as the season goes on? The teams that we're seeing up there in the playoffs positions are not going to be the same teams that we're going to see there. Now, that might not be everyone. There's going to be at least one or two switching it in, like the 76ers are 2-2 two and two right now. They're sitting outside uh, the top eight. Bucks are definitely gonna be elevated. If we're gonna look at the Brooklyn Nets, same thing. We're looking at teams here that that are going to improve as it goes on. So definitely exciting to see basketball back. It's great. Lots of things to look forward to this season. And you know what? It was it was good. It was good watching Demar Derozan and the Raptors play against each other last night or two nights ago when the Bulls were in town. It was. Great being at a Raptors game. It was. And it was great seeing Luca live in person because he was one of those players I wanted to see live. And just the way he moves the ball, the way they dribble, and you see, like how things progress and how he just you know it looks like it's effortless when he shoots the ball. Just great hands. But we're seeing growth uh, in the NBA. We're seeing you know players. I know there's some. Uh, episodes going on I know Kyrie and everything going on with Brooklyn and you know what you know what we know how good that team can be and what they're going to be like as the season progresses you have LeBron you know K- Carmelo you have Russell you have AD you have them all together on the same Laker team are they going to be going championship bound Utah is still a good team can we see the full healthy Warriors finally compete with the Wiggins Thompson, and Steph all together. Um, also, you have Grizzlies. You have the Mavericks. Can the like, can the Timberwolves finally be a team together? I know Anthony Edwards made a call out. Uh, the Trailblazers, we know we can be better. We know the Suns can be better. That That's what we're seeing here. We know these teams are going to be better. We know they're going to get better because we know Devontae Booker is playing very well. We know how great Denver is. We know how great... Uh, the, the the Lakers can be, the Clippers. They I know they have Paul George, but they also have Kawhi Leonard, who is still going to be making his way back. So it's definitely been an exciting one as well. Now going over to going to the game, it was great. The atmosphere was great. You 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 can see an element. It was just great to have the Raptors back in Canada, and they look happier compared to when you saw them playing in Florida. Great seeing the rookie Scotty Barnes, Banton just playing very well both of them just great just exciting to see now what's this for the future for the raptors who knows we really don't know what's tail for this team it's a young team and which is good it's growth they can develop and become a better team and that's what we're looking forward to seeing they, they did make the right pick in scotty barnes i will say that OG Ananobi playing phenomenally you're seeing him take a step forward in the offense fred he'll always be that you know the leader the commander trying to move the ball what this team will be like is what they're going to be like when Siakin comes back he's about a month or so away from coming back we also have a center that they need but nothing no offense to precious playing phenomenally But what's this team going to be like with a center who is seven feet tall that can protect the rim Precious is doing a job good job in the paint but again rim protection is the important part they have length they have like basically guards, forwards all about 6'9 Fred is the smallest one usually on the court but what is this team going to be like when you get a proper true center there you can only imagine it's going to be good definitely going to take a right step forward nothing wrong with Birch as well who comes off the bench he plays he definitely made changes last year when they brought him in as a center and they definitely made the right piece by re-signing him gary trent jr is playing very well i like the key pieces and everything is working towards and definitely going to develop in the right mood so will the trade be happening with the raptors who knows but saturday's game as much as the raptors lost against uh dallas it was like i talked about with luca what he does is just incredible It was. It was just incredible for the shots that he was taking. Yes, the Ravs still need to work on a few things, but it definitely was great to see um, a basketball game live. It was great to see the action, all the fans getting excited. It was great to have it there. But it it was. It's good to have the NBA back. The first week has been exciting. It is. It's not like... Uh, teams that we're looking at the nhl which i'll be discussing in my next segment but it's definitely you know i don't have any question marks on certain teams after the first four games because we know where they're gonna be and we that's the question we know where they're who's gonna be where where they're gonna be going so Definitely looking forward to it. Definitely looking forward to this season. So we we know things can happen. Anything can change during the season. And those teams that we questioned, you know, a year or so ago could finally step it up and be back. So it's great to see NBA back again. And hopefully everyone does enjoy it this season. It's definitely been an interesting start to the NHL season. And, you know, just like the NBA, it's good to have it back. You know, you're looking at different pieces. Who's going where, what. Who's going to be, you know, who's going to be performing. Who's going to make up from last year. Who's going to be in the playoffs. I know last episode I talked about, well, which teams do I like as the divisions. Who's going in. uh, Who are going to be uh, those wild card spots. It's definitely going to be. interesting season and it's been an interesting start that's the one thing we're seeing teams you know come off you know we're going to start seeing you know teams that you know we're going to see our contenders versus the pretenders like it is every season like it it always starts like this you know buffalo gets off to a good start can this be the year they finally get to the playoffs the panthers are actually off to a great one they're seven and oh to start the season which is great capitals hurricanes capitals don't have a loss in regulation they have three losses in overtime, but Hurricane are five and zero, which is great to see. The Penguins, with the record that they have, despite not having Crosby, Latang was out, Jeff Carter was out, Malkin's been out. They, they've had their issues, and they've had you know key people step up and help them win in games, but. Penguins are off to a decent start, despite what they've been having. Um, you see some teams, you know, Bruins, who could be better. I'll talk about the Leafs in a moment. Lightning are off to a slow start. We know they're going to rebound and get back to where they are. And, you know, I mentioned last week, you know, the Leafs, the pressure, and two teams to talk about and I might continue on with one of them, and that's actually going to be the least discussion that I'll have. Going over to the Western Conference, um, actually, the one thing that's intriguing is, and I'll get to it too, we have four teams in the NHL at the current moment that are undefeated. We have the Panthers at 7-0. You have the Hurricane that haven't lost. And then you have the Blues that are 5-0 and the Edmonton Oilers that are 5-0. You could put the capitals in capitals in but they have some overtime losses I know you get your points but again blues Oilers Florida and also uh, Carolina are all five undefeated and that's including no losses in Ot these are all, undefeated records which is incredible to see i haven't seen that in a while and you know what battle is who's going to be the first one to go who's going to lose no blues we know they have a good roster uh the oilers it's just a matter of wait and see what can we see from this team and i talked about it last week the pressure on the oilers the first round everything the depth and you're you're seeing some good things you're seeing Zach Hyman, who's now playing well for, uh, actually, no, Zach Hyman did play well for the Leafs. He's playing better and more of an important role when you're looking at with the Oilers, which is great. Looks like the trade and sign worked out well for them in their favor. So you're seeing a good, quick start for the Oilers, which is what you want to see, and you're hoping that carries on to the playoffs as well. Uh, But and you look at the Panthers, who did very, did pretty well last year, you know, coming off with of that. And then you have the Hurricanes, who you know, just beat the Leafs two nights ago um, with their former goalie, Frederick Anderson, you know, coming off a good one, a hot start as well. So we're going to have a race here to see who is the first one to go in the undefeated for their start, which is great. It is. And you know what? We're always going to look forward to that Penguins and uh, Capitals matchup as well. Uh, one team that is kind of really off to a slow start, the Canadians. Uh, you are young team. They are missing a very important piece. Uh, I did talk about Carey Price last week. Hopefully um, everything is okay with him and he comes back um, stronger. But we know uh, there's a lot of stuff going on there. But you would, you would think with the depth, everything, Jake, uh, Jake Allen, who is a very good goalie as well hopefully you see everything start working again and they start building up everything at the right time but the one thing that is unique about this season is that those divisions that they had last year they're they're gone everything is back to the way things are and some teams might get off to a slow start due to that some teams you know might feed off that and love the adjustment and just get better as it goes on like i said we have four teams with undefeated records at the moment Um, one team that has kind of been struggling is the toronto maple leafs and that's the intriguing part we know how good this roster is realistically when you look at the talent and on paper the roster is great with you're looking at your you know your top six when you have Tavares, nylander matthews you have intriguing pieces there that should help you dominate the one thing is their bottom six, nah, they don't have any money to spend. They, they don't. The expectations of this team has always been high. The fact is this team is never going to meet those expectations because a, their cap is there, and that's where you're going to see them struggle. They, they beat Chicago today in OT. Okay, we understand that. Chicago was, and we're aware of the circumstances going on in Chicago, they were missing some pieces as well tonight as well. So right now, this is a conversation about the Leafs. The Leafs are definitely gonna be, you know, not ever ever gonna be meeting everyone's expectations. That's what we're looking at here tonight. They're not meeting everyone's expectations. They're, and they're probably not. They they have a first round right now everyone's already planning their first round exit when we're looking at it here. Like any analyst or anything, as much as you have this great roster, talent and everything, your goalie situation is always going to be a concern. As much as you have Maserick and Campbell as your two goalies, we don't know which one's going to go off to a hot start. And when you get to the playoffs, that's the question. You're going to have to go with the hot goalie. And you have the experience. We know Matthews, Nylander, Marner, JT, those four guys all together have gone through so much that they need to... You know, start looking the right way up because this is probably the final season. I'm not going to say, I you know what, I'm going to go and say it. this. could be the final season you see them together. It could be it. It could be the final season you see them together. For all we know, there could be a coaching change. There could be a GM change. And for all we know, they have contracts that are not really the greatest, but they kind of need to, you know, maybe start moving some pieces. You're going to have to make some wiggle room because your salary, ca- you're, you're stuck in salary limbo. You, you can't really make adjustments. You're signing players, some older players, due to your, your cap struggles. And that's what's going to keep happening. Listen, you got Morgan Riley, who is part of this. He has a somewhat reasonable deal. You hope that Nylander, but again, what you're putting in, you're not getting back in your investment. And that's the thing. And the Leafs have been struggling this season. They are. Um, We'll see how it continues. Will they get better? We'll see. But they are in a tough division. I will give them that. They are. Um, You're facing the defending Stanley Cup champions. You know, Detroit's getting up there. Ottawa will start, you know, growing a little bit, but they may step back. Montreal will eventually wake up. The Bruins can always play them tough. And, you know, the Panthers are not a slouch either. So we'll, we'll see how things go, but again, the Leafs definitely have some issues that need to be rectified because the pieces that they put together, it's not screaming Stanley Cup, it's screaming well, we're, we're going to be out for a first round exit, that's what it's looking like here, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but you know what maybe they proved me wrong, but for all I know, they could finish at the bottom of the division, they could finish at the top, but with the way this roster is built, I'm not seeing them uh, at the end of May, beginning of June, for a Stanley Cup final. I don't see it with this roster. So it's, it's definitely going to be a struggle if you are a Leafs fan. But you know what? Just remember, hockey's back, everyone. You know, no more small divisions here, here, and here. You get to see everyone play, which is great, which is there. So hopefully everyone has a good season. But some teams I've talked about, the, the, the pressure is on for them to finally get to those spots. To see how they you know improve well it is that time of the night where I discuss my top 10 performers of the week definitely was an exciting week like I said an exciting weekend remember I did go 5-0 and with my NFL picks as well um, but definitely for performance wise we saw a lot of things happening NBA NHL MLB golf we had a lot of things uh, a lot of things exciting going on a lot of great performers so here is my list of my top 10 performers of the week five four three two one zero all engine running lift off. we have a liftoff Starting off at number 10, we're going to go with Anthony Davis of the L.A. Lakers. 26 points, 17 boards in the OT win against the Spurs. Number 9, going with Mohamed Salal of Liverpool. Three goals in their 5-0 win over Manchester United. Number 8, going with Scotty Barnes. 25 points, 13 rebounds in the win against Boston last Friday. Hideki Matsuyama wins the Zozo Championship. With a score of 15 under. Uh, Number six, we're going to go with Jamar Chase, eight receptions, 201 yards, one TD, and a big help to beat the Ravens. Number five, we're going to go with Eddie Rosario, winning the NLCS MVP, helping the Atlanta Braves get back to the World Series for the first time since 1999. Uh, Number four, we're going with Jordan Alvarez, ALCS MVP, helping the Astros beat the Boston Red Sox and get back to the World Series. Number three, we're going with Jin Young-Koo, shot a 22-under, winning a playoff to capture the BMW Championships for the LPGA. Number two, we're going with Carmelo Anthony. Scored 28 points, which helped him to move in ninth all time, taking out uh, Moses Malone. And number one, we're going with Tom Brady, Score, uh, scoring, throwing his 600th touchdown, a 4-TD performance on Sunday. Um, just an incredible um, mark that he has, but he has just been incredible um, for this Um uh, season uh, throwing 600 TDs but again incredible for what he has done this past season definitely a great accomplishment for all the uh, athletes on my performers list especially Carmelo Anthony moving into ninth all time congratulations to the Astros and uh, the Braves making it to the World Series Game 2 is already gone and we're at a series tied but definitely incredible to see And yes, Manchester United did fall 5-0 to Liverpool. Just going to catch up on some of the scores from the weekend. Uh, Just to recap, um, definitely was tough to watch. Uh, Crystal Palace uh, drew Leeds, uh, drew as well. Arsenal with a nice win over Aston Villa. Chelsea with a dominating performance seven nil over norwich city uh, man city for one west ham with a nice one nil win over tottenham and leicester city winning two one and this week when we're looking here we have man U versus tottenham twelve thirty on saturday which will be a great matchup as well definitely exciting uh to see definitely again a busy weekend for sports um Next week, we may have our World Series champion when we come into next Wednesday's episode. Looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward to this weekend in the NFL. Definitely exciting to see what's going to happen. College football, I know I keep saying that I bring up college football, and I keep... Falling behind just because there was just so much going on this past weekend. Um, definitely will be catching up on that. More hockey, more NBA, especially with week two going on. Growth of the Raptors. So we'll definitely see how that's going forward. We'll see how the Colts do this weekend. Lots of stuff. Again, definitely looking forward to talking about it next Wednesday as I catch up on the week of sports. So I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. Uh, I definitely enjoyed it as well. Um, make, sure, make sure you always follow me on Instagram at drainingjimmies.podcast or on Twitter, drainingjimmies. Um, always looking for more followers. If you have any recommendations, always go ahead and send me a post um, or even, you know, uh, send a a message as well through the site, but definitely, uh, any recommendations. I will start getting back into my old top tens like I used to different topics. Um, but please, let me know if you have any recommendations by just sending it to our post. So again, thank you for listening to tonight's episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Have yourself a great night. Enjoy the rest of your week and your weekend. I'll see you guys next Wednesday.